Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen. How are we doing this fine Tuesday morning here on Ice Cream Uploads Live from Blackpool? It's me, it's Bib. How are we all doing? I hope that you're all fine. I'm just making sure that my mic levels are fine. It does look... Well, Graham's isn't on. I've muted it that side, but obviously it automatically comes through on this. I do apologize as well. In advance, I don't have my normal laptop. As you can see, this is no longer gold. This is the social team laptop from upstairs because I forgot my laptop charger this morning. So I brought my laptop, brought my mouse, brought all my peripherals apart from the charger. So I'm having to use this one here. So I'm a bit at sixes and sevens as to what the hell I'm doing with it because it's not, it's not got anything of mine signed in. <laughs> so I've just been kind of putting things together just to make sure that we've got a show for today. Just to make sure that we've got a show for today. Do you know what I mean? I look after you guys, you look after me. Just like what... Tito has done. It, why I don't know where my stream labels have just died. Have they gone onto the walls? No. I did have stream labels put on, and it looks like they've died. Um, but Tito has resubscribed again. I can't remember how many months it said. I will check that for you now. I think it was 13. Outrageous. Um, but we move. We move. Was it 13? For 13 months, Tito subscribed for. Christ almighty. Absolute legend. Thank you so much for that. That was obviously being done whilst the... Um, it's starting to bleed on start screen now, isn't it? This is great. This is usually what Graham does. He usually does all the driving for this stuff, and then uh, I do all the other technical stuff. It's quite difficult when you've got two, <laughs> three mice. I've got three mouses right here for three different computers, two keyboards. The other keyboard is over there that I'd, hopefully I'm not going to be able to use, and then obviously the one on the laptop here. So at this moment in time, it looks like the stream's up. It looks like we've got a show this morning. It looks like you guys are here. It looks like I'm here to be able to give you a show. Everything's looking absolutely fine and dandy uh gaga good morning checks watch yep still morning yes it is still morning we went live at around about 10 past 11 this morning as jmk states morning all defo baby seeing as though we're in early <laughs> to, to be fair when i'm in the office i start work at eight o'clock so i'm in and starting getting ready getting ready for my work day getting all the stuff together before anyone's even might have even got up. Do you know what I mean? It takes me like an hour and a half to get to the office from my gaff. People are still snoozing who live down the road at eight o'clock. Do you know what I mean? I would be if I live that close. When I'm, when I'm working from home, I'd probably roll out of bed. Well, now I've got the boy. It's a little bit earlier, but I'd probably roll out of bed like half an hour before I need to, needed to start. Turn my PC on, go downstairs, grab something to eat if I can be asked. Definitely grab a brew or two. Do you know what I mean? 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 Uh, Graham says triple fisting. It is. So we've got the chat PC which is obviously what I'm reading your comments off of today. We've got the actual streaming PC, which is this one, and then my laptop. Well, the social team laptop, because again, I forgot the charger for mine, which is fantastic. And then obviously two, three keyboards. One's over there. I'm hoping I don't need to use that today. We've got everything logged in already. But you aren't here to listen to me talk about technical difficulties and trying to get this stream on today. Hey, cool. You are here to listen to some video game news, and that is exactly what I'm going to be giving you today. As per, as per the title of this, this is the UK's number one video game podcast. Even if we do so say, even if we do say so ourselves, if you are watching this at any of our video services, you can see what it's called on this massive 85-inch TV behind me. It's called the Scoop. It's brought to you by Ice Cream Uploads. We go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. ish, as close as it's ever going to be at 10 o'clock today. 
it was 10 past 11 when we went live, but it is what it is. The work stuff comes first. This is a side gig and that we try to bring you at some point during the day. We just like to, we, the, the idea was at 10 a.m. So it'd be kind of like a morning show thing. It, I think it happened maybe four times during lockdown, but the work stuff comes first. We work in the video games industry. Um, so that stuff obviously comes first because that pays the bills. Um, but yes, this gets to, this podcast gets turned into a podcast <laughs> uh, that you can listen to on any podcast on-demand service, which includes the likes of SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes. Get it in a different order every single time, so it does tend to trip me up. But if you want to watch my beautiful face, and when Graham arrives again next week, you can do so by watching this on Twitch, on-demand, or YouTube about an hour or so after the show finishes ladies and gentlemen we've got four news stories for you today when it's when it's just when it's a dollop which is usually what we call this i can't remember who it was that actually named it originally um but when we do when we do a dollop it usually means that there's one of us doing it i tried to keep the stories at, at a minimum minimum of four i'm uh, sorry maximum of four purely because I don't want to be waffling for an hour. You guys don't want to be listening to me and my side of the story for an hour. When it's me and Graham, we can waffle for hours. Hours. You go, you guys know that. Two-hour podcast if we nearly needed to. Um, but when it's a dollop, I, I feel like it's getting to tell you the news, your thoughts and opinions, our thoughts and opinions. Then we get onto it and we move on to the next one. I feel like it moves a little bit easier that way. Nicho says, pay your gardener £10 and he'll drive you both ways. Need one of these. You see, that is a massive link. I am not clicking that. It looks, uh, the, the, the stream labels have just disappeared again. It's, it, it kind of be up for five minutes and then just disappears. So I apologize. I might not be able to read everything that gets sent today. It just, it's literally just fallen off the screen. That looks like select a switch, one button swapping keyboard. Okay. So is that three keyboards in one? And it's just like, got like a little, little, to little toggle at the top. Is that what we're saying? Um, but anyway, yes, I've given you the spiel. You know what this is. You're here already. You'll want to talk about the video game news. I'm here to talk about the video game. I don't know why I sound like Mark Goldbridge. This went full Goldbridge then. Uh, let me make uh, let me make that screen a little bit bigger on there. It's a link to Amazon USB switch. Connect four PCs with three USB outputs. You see, we've got PCs in here. We've got two streaming PCs. Well, we've got one streaming PC and then an output PC just so that the load isn't all been done on one and we use an NDI switch. So we can connect, I think it's up to four PCs on this NDI if we really needed to. Holy link, bad man. I know, yeah, that's, that's what the most unshareable link I've ever seen in my life. Bitly would just look at that and go, oh, I can do this. Ready? No, I can't. The Elgato camera is not working. That's weird. It says that it's on, but it's not. It definitely was before we went live. Where's the Logitech one gone? It looks like half the cameras have gone. Where's the Logitech one? It used to be over there. I think this room's been raided, you know. I think this room's been raided. Yep, that one's not working. Okay, so we just got the 4K camera today. Hey. Beggars can't be choosers, unfortunately. But this is what we're going to run with today. Uh, we'll start with the very first news story, which is, if I can bring up this one. See, that works. It's not got the newest transition in there. I know we've got a new transition. You may have seen it on Graham Stream already. We need to get that one plugged in. We haven't quite done that one yet. So if I go to pit position, hopefully this will work as well. We There we go. I'll move us to the left-hand side because we're on VGC. Um, so this one, Sony makes one billion 
dollar investment into Epic Games to deepen the relationship in the metaverse field written by Tom Ivan over at VGC. It states that the Fortnite maker valued a 31.5 billion following the latest funding round. Sony has invested a new, uh, sorry, an additional 1 billion in Epic Games, which announced the completion of a 2 billion funding round on Monday. The PlayStation maker already had a minority stake in Epic, having invested 450 million in the Fortnite and Unreal Engine maker since to July 2020. Kirkby, the holding investment company behind the Lego Group, also invested 1 billion in Epic in the latest funding round, which is designed to accelerate the company's ambitions into the metaverse space. Uh, while there's no universally accepted definition, the metaverse is now a, a, a network of 3D visual spaces where users can socialize, play, and work, and some envision as its successor in the mobile internet. As a creative entertainment company, we are thrilled to invest in Epic in deepen our relationship into the metaverse field, a space where creators can use to share their time as Sony CEO Kiri, uh, Kenishiro Yoshida. We get that right eventually. We go there. We move, we move, we move. Uh, we are also confident that Epic's expertise, including their power game engine, combined with Sony's technologies, will accelerate our various efforts, such as the development of new digital fan experiences in sports and the virtual production initiatives. Epic and the Lego Group announced last week that they had entered a long-term partnership to shape the future of the metaverse to make it safe, for, uh, safe and fun for children and families. Following the completion of the latest funding round, which is subject to closing conditions, including regulatory approvals epic will be valued at 31.5 billion as we reimagine the future in an entertainment and play we need partners who share our vision we have found that in our partnership with sony and kirkby said the ceo tom sweeney uh, this investment will accelerate our work to build the metaverse and create spaces where players can have fun with friends brands can build creative immersive experiences and creators can build a community and thrive <laughs> uh, so just uh, the, what I'm laughing at is Graham's comment in the chat I'll get to that in a second so let's bring camera frame back on again here he is your boy's back on the screen um, so this uh, this actually got supplied by Graham it was an epic um, it, well, it wasn't an epic link like that one in chat that Nietzsche's put in uh, but it was an epic link originally um, that got sent to their press release however I've opted for the VGC one purely from a reading standpoint so that it looks better on your screen because it was just it was just black text on a grey background. It didn't look visually stimulating. So obviously we've got a few pictures in there as well for you to be able to entertain yourselves with. Um, but yeah, um, this looks like Sony have obviously made a one point uh, a one billion dollar investment into Epic Games. That's a lot of money considering the company's worth thirty one point five billion. Now from this metaverse that are sounding like. I don't know if you guys are going to remember this because it, it, it was a time and a place kind of thing and it did last for quite a while, but I don't know whether or not people actually got invested in it. But does anyone remember PlayStation Home? It was a space where people could build an avatar and the their ideas that they had for what PlayStation Home should have been didn't quite make the grade. It was going to be a space where people would have a life inside of a video game <laughs> so if your life wasn't up to scratch or wasn't up to much and you was bored you could basically live your life through an avatar in this playstation home you'd have your own flat you'd have the downtown city where you could go down you could have a game of pool or watch a movie or go to a nightclub and have a dance and stuff like that like people lived their lives through playstation home and it didn't their their whole vision of it was literally a complete life 
within the game. So if you'd be walking down the street and Epic wanted to advertise their latest game, there'd be uh, billboards up and down the place and they would be advertising real time, new adverts and all these uh, tie-ins. So if you wanted to go to the store and there was a brand new Adidas tracks that you could go in, you could buy the Adidas tracks and you could be walking around. Literally, it was a, a, a life within a video game. If you, if you, if, if that's what you want, if that's your, if your escapism was living a second life and Graham's putting their PlayStation home is greater than the second life. The second life was a game, by the way, for those of you that may not know that. Um, it was, uh, it was a space for people to have a good time if they, well, your, your primary life didn't need to be shit for you to enjoy the second life. It was just another way for you to enjoy socializing with people and your friends who may have moved away or whatever it is, or like the vision that they had for PlayStation Home didn't quite meet the expectations in the uh, for what we saw on the screen. It was, for all intents and purposes, an half decent experience. It just could have been, and they wanted it to be a hell of a lot better. This metaverse looks like they're taking that and ramping it up to a million. It looks like it's going to be a place where you could have timed events. So if I don't know. Marvel wanted to get involved and do a Disney crossover similar to what they do with Fortnite. You can have uh, a theme park that you're able to go into and buy a, a Captain America shield or fucking Mickey Mouse hat or something like that. I don't know. Um, but f we don't necessarily know what they're envisioning is yet. And this is just the vibe I'm getting from it. Sony are looking to try and get in early doors, maybe to try and reboot PlayStation Home and call it something different with this metaverse and have the tie-ins that they originally wanted into something like this. There is very good documentaries over on YouTube um, based on PlayStation Home, if you haven't watched them. Um, I, may even, I, may, I may even put them out on social media later on for the ones that I've watched recently because um, this is exactly what I think what Epic are looking for. They're looking for this metaverse where different communities can thrive and they can have different areas there which they can pretty easily take your money from if they wanted to have a theme park in there for you to be able to go and enjoy if they had a downtown nightclub if they had a casino all different ways that they can take your money basically what grand theft auto is online now just a safe environment a safer environment where you're probably not going to get your head popped off within the game do you know what i mean that's exactly what they want they want the place that they want grand theft auto online but in an environment that's accessible for everyone and I don't see anything wrong with that. People who might not be into playing video games that want an escapism, this may be the best thing for them. This is what they've been waiting for, having a different life, shall we say? Um, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, Chapa says, solo scoop. Yep, dollop, should I say? It, it is me. Uh, Graham is uh, out of office this week. Graham is enjoying half-term uh, with his family. Um he said, be right back, scroll and pass that link, which Nietzsche will put in. Maybe if they stop losing money on free games, it would need the extra funding. I don't think Epic need funding. I mean, I, I, that was the first thing that I thought, not in terms of them losing money, but why would they spend their own when they know people could, ha could own a stake in their company and pay them billions of pounds to do so? Why would you want to risk your own money for that? And that's exactly what they're doing. They're just doing funding calls, they're doing whip rounds. We will give you 3% of our of our business for $1 billion and people are going, do you know what, they're worth 31. Let's get in there and throw some money down. Why not? Uh, Tino says, I'm worried that this is another step towards social media uh, v. Two, uh, version 2. 
the more social media we have, the less connected we actually are. Do you know what? I absolutely agree. I genuinely, like, if I wasn't in the job that I'm in now where I need to be on social media and I need to be connecting with people, if I was to ever not be a part of this company or any, I would genuinely just dis disregard social media. I wouldn't be on it. Like, I don't need social media to communicate with my friends. Most I've got Discord. I, arguably, you could say that's, that is a form of, um, of social media. And I have WhatsApp. Everything else that goes on in between. I genuinely get news from social media. The interaction side of it is, do you know what? He says that I've got 46,000 tweets on Twitter. And I can guarantee you, over the last two years, that's slowed down. Like, I'd probably tweet once or twice a day. Or would be replying to people. I just don't find it visually stimulating anymore. I don't I don't think people care enough what's going on in my life for me to be telling people what it is that I'm doing. I tell you guys when we're going live so we can come in here and we can have a good time. We can have a talk about video games and things like that. But most of the chatting that I do now is on Discord with like-minded people. I feel like social media is turning into a cesspit that it's just hot takes and trying to be as edgy as possible. There's no way that you can ever police it. And there's no way that I want to see some of the stuff that I end up having to see on there. It's just part of the course. It's just something that gets put in front of your face. So I do feel like if I wasn't to ever be a part of ICU or Jelly or anything like that, I probably wouldn't stream. And I'd probably just go back into the hole that I came out from seven years ago. Do you know what I mean? Like It, it just doesn't... It, I don't get excited to go onto Twitter. And I don't think I ever have. I just like to make friends and I like to speak to people, but I feel like our Discord is the best place for that. I feel like anyone who I want to connect with, I just go into the Discord and I start speaking to people. I don't know if anybody else goes through that. I mean, it could just be peaks and troughs, but genuinely, if I wanted to get news, I'd probably go to Twitter. I don't want to go to news websites. I mean, the news that I'll end up looking at is just video game news anyway, so I just go to VGC, do you know what I mean? Um, I'm fully aware that I say do you know what I mean a lot that's just part of my vocabs I do apologise uh, Fatman Day says sounds like Ready Player One I, yeah pff, that's the universe I want to live in do you know what I mean put my headset on boom good to go uh, escapism is another word for suppressing your depressing reality why not change your real life instead of making up a digital life some people can't unfortunately Tito uh, whether or not that's uh, that could be down to something uh, mental health related or they could be physically disabled in real life and they can't leave the house um, or they're just afraid of going outside. Obviously, that is a, a condition as well. So there's all, there's, all, there's all different reasons why people get involved in stuff like this. Like PlayStation chats. I know people that go into PlayStation chats and don't play a video game because they just want to speak to their friends. People buy consoles just to be able to speak to their friends and they'll play a free game, they'll play whatever the fuck, um, just to be able to uh, speak to the friend who may have moved to the other side of the world. Like, I've got friends who have moved to the other side of the world, uh, either for a long amount of time, or just to work there for the time being. Like, it's, it is what it is. Everyone, everyone's reality is completely different. And I feel like the older you get, you've, your circumstances change. Obviously, mine has changed a lot since my boy's been born anyway. Um, but everybody's situation is completely different. And I don't blame people for wanting to have a second life that if their life isn't what they, what they think it's cracked up to be and they can make new friends, why wouldn't they? I've got no, I've got no problem with that. I love making new friends. I love speaking to new people. I love to know people's interests because everybody's brain works different and mine is fucked most of the time. Um, 
most of the time stuff just falls out of my mouth that either I don't mean to say or I haven't thought about enough, but I've it's is what it is, isn't it? Um Chapa says, is Discord not social media? Yeah, that's what that's what I mentioned before. Um and Twitch, yeah. I mean that's just that's like watching Netflix. In my opinion, I watch so little TV. I might get my kicks from watching documentaries on, on YouTube and watching my friends play games. But in terms of Facebook, in terms of Instagram, in terms of Twitter, like, I can take it or leave it. Do you know what I mean? I can take it or leave it. Um, I blame the algorithms. Ban them, <laughs> says Tito. Chapa says, uh, like, I'm not going to be an advocate for social media, but everyone's here right now is in the social media web because we all communicate on Discord and are all sat on Twitch. I, exactly what I've just said. Exactly what I've just said. Um, not going to lie, one of the few things that really sucked uh, when I got a PC as a PS5 dropped is all my boys from around the country fragmented apart. Uh, Glad Crash Platform stuff is getting more and more common so that we can all reconnect. And that I feel, I do feel like the more social media becomes into our lives, like Tito said, the less that we are disconnected. Like, I don't know whether or not lockdown has played a huge part in this as well, but in terms of when I went out this weekend, there wasn't as many people in the in the town as there used to be. Like, I don't know if, again, if it's because I'm getting older and the people who I went out with previously don't want to do that anymore. Or the people that you'd see in town four years ago have just aged out and they'd rather go elsewhere. Or they just don't want to go out at all. I'm one of those people. I will go out probably once every four months. Like, I don't go out all that often. I'm, I'm peeking behind the curtain. I genuinely am a boring bastard. Genuinely am. Um, I'd sit at home with the wife and we'd probably watch TV or I'd be playing on my Switch or something like that. I, we'd go out for something to eat. We'd go out to go and see our family and stuff. But genuinely, peeking behind the curtain, I don't know if anyone else thinks that I, that I am actually super fun all the time. I'm genuinely a boring bastard and Graham will probably attest to that. I don't really do much. I play, I play football twice a week and I go to golf on a Saturday. That is, that is my socializing. That's what I get my kicks out of. Um, I know a lot of people probably don't do that and they probably do, they used to play football they don't they used to play sports but now they don't they used to go out into the town now they don't and this might be their second chance of uh, socializing jumping into things like PlayStation Home or this new metaverse and things like that and I will never object to anyone trying to find pleasure in the smallest things in life because oh my PC's just got off as if the screen it's got a screen there we go we're back we're back we're back I think the signal's been lost on that TV, so that there we go, we're back. Um, yeah, just, just taking the small pleasures out of life is what life is for, and all this is getting super deep and stuff like that, but people forget to have fun. People nowadays, the people I probably went to school with um, that I probably wouldn't actually say are friends, but you just have them on Facebook, and they live their life through it, and I don't feel like that's me. I, I, I am kind of a closed book in terms of what I share and what I don't share. Um, because my private life is my private life. I I let you guys pry into mine and Samantha's life. I'll very rarely share things about my sister, about my brother, about my mum, about my nan, about my granddad, things like that. Unless I actually have you on Facebook, it's very rare that you're gonna see things like that. And I feel like separating life um and what you put on social media is very important. I know a lot of people put all of their life on social media and then wonder why people are being nosy bastards. It's because you put everything on social media, my friend. Um, but 
that's it's each to their own. I will never dis. I will never have a go at anyone for how they live their life because everyone's circumstances are completely different. Some people don't like going out. Some people love going out. Some people don't like playing sports. Some people only socialize at sports. That's the be all and end all in my opinion. I will never have a go at anyone for that, and I don't think it's any right, anyone's right to be able to do that as well. Um, Graham's uh, banned algorithms. Um, Chappers says that's a lockdown thing. I've not been out in Sheffield for fear of the COVID thing, and I know a fair few folk. But also, people probably discovered ways to entertain themselves a lot over lockdown uh, being so long, so that people now do their socialising in a more close knit. I absolutely agree. Do you know what? Because I went out into to, into our into the town. I mean, I don't know if Mike's in there. I went down to um, I went out down to Staley Bridge. He'll obviously know what that is. I don't know if whether you know you guys do as well. I know this. I can't remember. It might be Iceman who's from Denton, so he may know where that is. But um, it's a it's basically like a little small town. It has a few clubs, not super clubs or anything like that, but just places that you can just go and they'll play big tunes and things like that. They have a quick boogie. Um, and then they have a load of pubs, but I can guarantee the local pub at the end of my road was probably busier than the city than the town. And I think people I've just got used to going to the end of the uh, going to the pub rather than going into the town where there's going to be loads and loads of people. Like the pub will probably have fifty people in, the town will probably have hundred plus. Do you know what I mean? Like people just I've just found different ways to entertain themselves now. I know a lot more people who go to the the golf clubhouse rather than going to the pub down the road because they got used to doing that through COVID times. Like the world is a completely different place now. And again, I will never objectify people finding the, the pleasures in the small things in life. Because what else have we got to look forward to? Fuck all. Fuck all. Um, JMK says, yeah, I don't head out either. Happy to stay at home with a partner and watch a movie. or go out for a meal with the parents now and then. Mate, I feel that. Uh, Tito says, I think COVID cost of living squeeze means people aren't going out as much. Again, feel that. Uh, Chapa says, yeah, I've not been there, but um, I've been dry, I've passed it a few times, usually for footy. Oh, you mean uh, Celebrity Celtic? Something like that. I'm not too sure. But anyway, that's enough about Bibby's life story. Uh, yeah, for Bridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hides, hides rivals as well. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's quite a nice stadium, to be fair. I mean, it's it's no human fields, but it's not a bad stadium. It's, it's had, I'm sure it's had a lot of investment. It's got a new gym next to it as well, um, which is actually quite nice. Not that I've been in there. Do you know what I mean? Um, but moving swiftly on then, before we get any more deeper, that's what she said. Um, hopefully this will work now because my screen dusted, went off and went into standby mode. So hopefully this will work. Game frame. Hey, there we are. Right, let's move me on to the other side. Let's run Eurogamer. Okay, so uh, written on Eurogamer by Victoria Kennedy. Battlefield 2042 Steam concurrent players fall below 1004 the first time. Battle failed. Love that. Love that tagline. Um, new figures show that the player numbers for DICE's Battlefield 2042 keep on falling with less than 1,000 current player, concurrent players playing via Steam this morning. A thread on recent area, uh, recent, area, <laughs> recent area revealed that as few as 979 players were shown to be taking part in the game on Steam earlier today, with a peak of 2,411 players in the last 24 hours. In comparison, 2018's Battlefield 5 had a peak of 20,913 players over the same 24-hour period. Those numbers are pretty dire for such a relatively new game, especially one such as long-standing series. But at this point, 
it isn't a surprise. After all, in November, Vicky reported that Battlefield 2042 was one of Steam's worst-reviewed games of all time, with one user stating that the game issues are endless. He acknowledged the widespread disappointment felt by many in Town Hall earlier this year. Oddly enough, though, the company decided to place the blame on the release of Halo Infinite and the pandemic for its failings. The shoddy state of which Battle 42 released in has led to many taking matters into their own hands with a petition demanding refunds across all platforms now surpassing 230,000 signatures. In Eurogamer's review of Battlefield 2042, Martin called it the weakest of the series. I don't think we need to continue with the rest of that blurb. He's basically just saying how shite it is. Um, but to absolutely no one's surprise, Battle to, uh, Battlefield 2042 is unfair, unfortunately still failing. It's a shame. It's a shame. It was definitely our pick of Gamescom two years ago. Or was it early? This is where we'd usually go. Graham, was it the pick of our Gamescom last year? Yes, baby. It was. No, it wasn't last year. It was uh, two years ago. That's how fast time's been. But he's not here. So for the, for the time being, I'm going to say it was two years ago. Because uh, I'm sure it was three years since we actually went to Gamescom. But anyway, this game looked a mint. It looked so good. And unfortunately, it's released in a state which people aren't willing to give it the time of day. Um, we bring him up quite a lot of times on this, but Westy, um, he is a, or he was a Battlefield, um, solely Battlefield content creator over on YouTube. Extremely popular, but since the game came out, or uh, in fact, it was after Battlefield 5 when the game, because the game went to live service for such a long time, he kind of like, I'm running out of content to create, I'm moving over to Call of Duty. And obviously his channel's gone, it's gone straight up. It's been fantastic. It's just, it's, it's, it's riding the wave at this moment in time. It's going all the way up to the top. And I can guarantee you that it will continue to get better because Battlefield, it isn't worth your time of day in terms of creating content for. It doesn't look like they are bringing stuff for you to be able to keep on coming back to. Um, so if you have a game that's technically live service that has no content, it's adios, unfortunately. It is... Not good for you. <laughs> um, I don't really know what else to say for this because it is it is a shame. It is a shame. Do I think they can get themselves out of the mud with this? I do. I genuinely do. I think that they have enough experience to make this game a viable option. I don't think that they're going to can it. I don't think they'll do um, what Ghost Recon has obviously done in terms of them having a live service game and then just binning it. After two years, I do feel like they are going to try and salvage this game because they technically off the back of this one, you probably can't bring another one out anytime soon. You need to try and do what you can to try and make this game a success. However long that takes, if it takes three years, it's going to run for three years. It'll be Battlefield 2045 by the time it becomes an half decent game. Um, but they need to. It, it says a lot if people are going back to play Battlefield 5, which has been out forever. And at one point, people was going back to Battlefield 4. Um, that says a lot about your current state of your game. So do I think they can get out of it? Yes. Do I think that is going gonna, gonna to take a while? Yes. Is anything going to change in the short term? Probably not. I don't think that... I think they're probably going to be working on a large DLC pack that will hopefully bring in lapsed players back in and then give you something to look at in terms of people who haven't bought the game and go, do you know what? It's probably worth my time now. Um... But yeah, that's 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 Battlefield. That's Battlefield. Um, JMK says, looking forward to my wedding in 25 days. Then honeymoon. Ooh, where are you going for your honeymoon? Well, congratulations on getting married, my friend. It's, it's such a... I mean, I don't know how old you are. I was 28 when I got married. 
And it, we worked a long time towards it. I've been with Samantha for eight years by that point. And we've been, me and Samantha have been together now 11 years. And that does not feel, it doesn't feel like we've been together 11 years. I've aged a lot <laughs> during that time. She still looks great. Um, well, else are we going? Timeless is here. 80. Oh, that's a. You see, I'm looking at that. I'm looking at chatbot, and he doesn't bring up emote. He doesn't bring up uh, bring up emotes. So it's just whatever emote that is. I can't see it, unfortunately. But you're lurking, so that's fine. And that tagline is great. Almost as good as a headline. Super. Super Cali go ballistic. Celtic are atrocious. <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh, Thirty-one was meant to be two years ago. Just heading to. Kind of Maria in Galway in Ireland, going abroad in August. Fantastic. Where are you going? We went to Jamaica for ours. And ever since I want to go, uh, ever since we came back, I want to go back. But this time, obviously, now I need to take my boy. We was, it was part in the adult, adults only bit. So you didn't get to hear all the kids crying. And now I have to go to the bit where all the kids are crying. And I'm a little bit disappointed <laughs> because it's just not going to be the same. Um, but it, that's the price of having a child. Um, but yeah, good, good luck, mate. Good luck. I hope you enjoy the day. Put it this way, right? This, this, you may have heard this before, but this is life advice from Big Papa Bibi, right? The wedding is for everybody else. The honeymoon is for you. Remember that. And obviously, you would have spent all your money on stuff by, by now, but this is the way that we looked at it. The wedding is for everybody else. The ceremonies for you, obviously, but the after party and everything else, everything else apart from the ceremony is for everybody else. The honeymoon is for you. So make sure that you accommodate that because you're going to get about 40 minutes with your wife after you, after, after you tie the knot. That is it. You won't see him until you're going home. So yeah, that's, that's a bit of life advice for you. Haven't decided yet. Maybe Bali or Cancun. Fantastic. Fantastic, mate. Well, I hope you have the best day. Obviously, I hope we'll be speaking to you well before then anyway, but good luck on the day and that. I'm, sh I'm sure you'll have an absolute rip-snorting day. But anyway, moving swiftly on into... Uh, what shall we... Uh, shall we start? We'll do this one. Well, uh, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to end on anything negative, which we don't like to do. So I'll end on something significantly positive. Um... Let's move to this one. Now, I know this is going to cause a little bit of controversy. Okay. So keep your, keep it. Let us know your thoughts as I'm reading through this as and when, yeah? Okay. Riot, get, Riot Games attracts anger from workers after lifting vaccine and masks mandates. People have been expressing concerns about their personal safety being called back into the office. Written by Justin Reeve over on The Gamer. It states that workers at the Los Angeles branch of Riot Games are feeling uneasy after a decision made by the company to lift its vaccine mandate. In addition to requiring that employees wear masks, the mandate forced workers who could not provide proof of vaccine uh, vaccination to undergo testing. This comes in the wake of news that Riot would be calling in its workers back to the office. Marking a radical change of policy from the remote model in which the company have adopted in response to the pandemic. The word comes from a report by Waypoint which details the frustration felt by employees at the company who consider themselves to be put at risk by the policy change despite the fact that lifting the vaccine mandate is in full compliance with public health orders. In accordance with Los Angeles County Health Orders, Riot strongly encourages but does not require all individuals to wear face coverings while on Riot's property. A spokesperson at the company explained that said we know 
know that some rioters will feel co- uh, feel more comfortable wearing masks and we want our campus to be a place where people feel safe to take whatever precautions best fit their needs. We are encouraging rioters to have open communications and be empathetic and accommodating towards those colleagues who prefer to be masking up. Workers, on the other hand, have been expressing their doubts about the new policy. Two current and former employees came forward under the condition of a nominee. I can never say this word properly, so I apologise. Anonymity. <laughs> Anonymity. There we go. To criticise the decision, pointing out how to how the move places all of the responsibility on workers rather than management when it comes to stopping the spread of the disease. I'm angry over it, said an employee at the company. It's foolish and pointless policy being done at a poor time and being handled without real guarantee of our safety. We're just playing Russian roulette with the rioters' health. The employees who came forward were critical of the shift back to the work office. The return of the office always loomed over rioters' heads, as were as through 2020 and 2021 in work from home environments. A former employee who left the company on account of the policy change explained there are signs strongly encouraging social distancing everywhere but no practical way to do this at uh, at lunch a worker said there just isn't enough space they set up huge swathe of additional outdoor seating but the indoor seating is still pretty packed it feels uh, to me that rioters leadership has invested heavily in a large campus so they feel that they need to use a large campus uh, a current employee said Whilst we hate to lose valuable team members, we've always expected that some writers would choose to leave because they wanted to work remotely on a more permanent basis, a spokesperson remarked. Reasonable accommodations have been based on medical needs, are a part of formalising processes that are managed by the benefits team. If a writer believes that they have circumstances that prohibit them from being able to return to the campus, such as a medical condition or medical caretaking responsibilities, we encourage them to share these concerns with their managers and human resources business partners to discuss what accommodation or leaves are available based on their specific needs. This comes only days after a similar shift in policy was attempted at Activism Blizzard, uh, resulting in workers walking off the job and the company reversing its course on the matter. With ongoing discussions about returning to office paired with lifting the vaccine testing policies, it was clear that we weren't going to be safe from COVID transmission. Senior software engineer Ada Claire Cripps pointed out, we want to be heard and historically all methods of communicating with upper leadership have been silently ignored. Obviously that's referring to Activision Blizzard, um, which we have covered many times on this as to why the management aren't going to be listening to them. So, ladies and gentlemen, I know this is going to be a polarising point and I'm not really sure where I sit on this one. Because they ha- they have had remote working for the last two years, and it may have encouraged people to be working a lot more efficiently. And there is places in Manchester like Samantha, uh, my wife. I'm not going to tell you where she works, but she has she works at well. She did work in a building before she went on maternity that was being leased, shall we say? Um, and a lot of the floors have now been closed. Uh, 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 so far, uh, uh, as far as I know, a lot of the, the the floors have been closed because the people have been working from home and they feel like they don't need to be paying for something that they aren't going to be using. In Manchester, it's extremely expensive to rent anywhere, which is why you'll see a lot of shop fronts that don't have anything in them anymore because they'll be there for a year and then the rent will go up, which will eat into their profit margins, which then gets pushed onto you guys. And if you guys want to be able to buy something, it will cost you a little bit more. Like there's, I understand where Riot are coming from. Like they've got a campus there. It would be nice to have everyone back in again, but you can't come at the detriment of your employees' health because if they do end up getting COVID, then they're probably going to be off work for a week, maybe two. 
until they start testing negative again. It's just a vicious circle, but it's one of these things now, like, it's here for life. I don't think we're ever going to get rid of it. So I feel like businesses need to take everything into consideration. And it's a difficult call to make. You either want people back in the office or you don't. There'll be remote working situations or there won't. Like, it's trying to find that balance again. It's difficult. And I'm glad I don't make the decisions because you can't please everyone. And there will be people that will be leaving because they're more than comfortable working from home now. People have been doing it for two years. They may have been working a hell of a lot better. They may have been working more efficiently. And they're just thinking, why do I need to go back into the office? Why am I wasting all of my commuting time to go back into the office? I'm still getting paid the same. Like it's all these different circumstances. It makes it, it makes it difficult to be a business in this modern age. What do you do? I, I, again, I'm glad I don't make decisions like this, but you can see it from both sides. You can see it from the business side and you can see it from the people who are now working from home. One thing that I will say though, um, and again, it's a very controversial point, but people who have had the chance to have their vaccine have probably had it. The people who haven't had it either have a medical condition that they have had to put it off. Um, so they're probably still shielding, but people who wanted the vaccine have probably had them all by now. I've had three. I don't know if there's any more for any my age. Um, if there was another one to come out, I'd probably have it. Like I, I'm, I, It's not affected me in any way, shape, or form. It's just another injection of the millions that I've had over the years through ill health when I was, uh, when I was a lot younger. It's just, another, it's just another injection for me. I don't see it as anything else. I've traveled a large part of the world. I've had to have more injections than the normal probably human being, not just from traveling, but again, as being a child, um, through a little bit of ill health, I've had to have all of these stuff. So for me, it's not an issue. Um, but for people who probably wanted the vaccine, who've probably had it, I imagine that a lot of those people are going back to work again. Um, the people who haven't had it, if it's as, if it's, they need to have testing, they need to have testing. Again, I, I'm glad I'm not making the decisions. And if you're like, Whatever you say, you're either pissing off one side of the camp or you're agreeing with another. There isn't really a down-the-middle split in which you can please everyone, but that's just the world as it is now. Um, I, it is what it is. Um, I don't really know where we can go from that. Um, Jane K says, Personally, we're amassed in our office when we let on leave to our desk or someone comes over to us. When we're on our own, though, we don't really wear masks. It works for us, but I can understand how it can be hard for other businesses. Again, it, it, I guess it comes down to the size of the business as well. Um, if it's a large business where there's going to be hundreds of people walking up and down, again, it, when I worked for the, the old company that I worked for, that building had 250 people, and I don't know what their practices is now, but I, I imagine it would be quite difficult. Their break rooms were tiny. Their lunchroom was tiny for the amount of people who were there. And we are in Manchester <laughs> rather than it being in Los Angeles where the weather in Manchester 70% of the time is absolute dog shit and it's pissing it down. So you can't go outside for dinner. You have to stay indoors. So they might have a campus that has loads of outdoor seating. That's absolutely fantastic when the weather's there. But if it's tidy on the inside, then what do you do? Gagad says we're all working from home. So our office uh, and our office is now from our... We are still working from home and our office is now only possibly opening up next Monday. Not sure what restrictions will be in place, but I'm assuming that we'll be working hybridly, which is exactly what I'm doing. It's exactly what Graham's doing. So I obviously when you come to watch the scoop, you will see me from this, uh, from this studio, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Monday and Friday. I work from home, which is absolutely fantastic for me. I absolutely love it purely because I get to spend more time with my boy and I don't have to go to bed as frequently as I used to do at about nine o'clock to be able to get up for work at quarter past five. 
for four days, I get to spend time with my boy. Well, a lot more time with my boy, and I can go to bed whenever I want. It's usually still around about ten o'clock because I'm absolutely knackered. But it works for me. The work-life balance is amazing. Um, but for everybody else that who have been working from home for the last two years, they're di- everyone's circumstances is different. Exactly what we said about the first article. Everyone's life is completely different. They may want to spend more. They might not want to spend five hours a day commuting. Um, they can go as soon as it gets to five o'clock. They can just log off and then go and do whatever it is that they want to do. My work-life balance is fantastic. I, I've got no complaints on from my side, but everybody else's is different. Um, whether or not people need to care for the parents, care for the child, care for the wife, care for anything else, like you, you genuinely don't know. Um, so the people who are left might be under that guise where they naturally need to spend more time at home and they don't want to return to all the commuting, getting on sweaty undergrounds and driving and getting stuck in traffic here, there and everywhere. It might just suit them to go, do you know what? Don't need this job. I can find something else where that actually makes me work from home. It is what it is. You can't say it's their loss because they've obviously found something that was even better for them. Who knows? Circumstances change all the time. Anyway, we've got one new story left for today. I'm just going to take this last wig of me, bro. Fantastic. Um, yeah, one new story left for today. This one was submitted by Dave, Graham's brother. You may see him in the chat. It's Fatman Dave. Uh, console frame. There we go. Written on Kit Guru, uh, first first time featuring this on the uh, on the scoop. So congratulations, guys! By Matthew Wilson, eighteen hours ago, he states that every console generation we eventually see a hardware refresh of sorts, whether it's by using a more powerful, efficient chip sold as as a slim console or something more substantial like a last generation PlayStation Four Pro and Xbox One X. Right now, it appears that Microsoft has begun work on its next major console revision for the Xbox Series X. According to a longtime Microsoft journalist, Brad Sams. Microsoft was working on revisions of the Xbox Series X chip. Sam adds that he believes that refreshing is focused on making cooler, more efficient chips, which would lower production costs. This, uh, sorry, this more efficient Xbox Series X APU would likely be packaged as a new edition of the console. However, it is also worth noting that it puts the Xbox Series S in a very odd position as it's already intended to be the cheapest slim console it is also possible that microsoft rolls out the new chip silently and makes no changes to the xbox series x design currently sony is also rumored to be working on a new playstation hardware as we speak so it looks like we could be getting smaller versions of the xbox series x i agree that we already have the xbox series s but the xbox series s isn't nearly as powerful as the xbox series x if you put the specs side by side they're genuinely not so this would just be a, 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 an Xbox Series X, but in a smaller shell. That's what I'm taking from this. It may be cheaper as well. I think the Xbox Series X, off the top of my head, was maybe £450 and the S was 250 Listen, getting into the Xbox Series S into the next generation of consoles is what I've done through Microsoft. I've got a PlayStation 5. I've got an Xbox Series S. I have no intention of buying an Xbox Series X. No intention whatsoever. What's the point? I don't need it. I've got a PC that can play the top tier games. I've got S and my Xbox Series S downstairs set up in the front room for convenience of Game Pass. Like this doesn't, this doesn't, isn't a need for me. But what it does mean is that there could be more consoles going back on the shelves sometime soon. If these chips are a lot more available than the current chips that are out there at this moment in time, let's be honest, you can buy Xbox Series S's pretty much anytime you want. It isn't the console that people want. 
it's the people that people it's the console that people are making do with because they can't get the console that they want whether or not it's a ps5 and an xbox series s you can go to anywhere to pretty much get an xbox series s there is obviously caveats there is some places that obviously still don't stock them i think it's still quite difficult to be able to walk into a store and buy them um but in terms of buying them online there's a load of places um, that you can buy these from and they're not as scalped prices either it's just the x and the ps5 that we're having trouble with added a new chip into the game in terms of the game being the, the the collection of being able to find a console isn't a bad thing because these may be a lot more readily available than what we've got currently on the market people don't have to go out searching for them as much as they have done previously which again puts us all in the same place ladies and gentlemen that will be it for today's edition of the scoop i know it's not it's not the longest scoop in the world what are we on here 55 minutes takes on our 45 minutes that is perfect timing for a dollop i very much appreciate every single one of you that have stopped by for this stream today we very much appreciate it. you've helped shape the show today we still have two more left bear in mind that there will be no stream on fridays and there will be no stream on mondays because it is easter weekend bank holiday and good friday so there will be no streams then. So you still have two more shows left to shape. So if you want to help shape either of those shows, there is two ways that you can do so. First of all, find us on social media. It is at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms or alternatively, get involved with our Discord. Um, if you're watching this in any of our on-demand services, go into the description below. All we need from you is a URL plus your thoughts and impressions. We will then give you our thoughts and impressions on the very next show, which will be live from the studio at 10 a.m ish it will just be me again graham is obviously out of office he is on annual leave he is enjoying what i imagine i'll so have heard is going to be 20 degrees over the next couple of days don't need to know that it's just that's far too far too hot for me i would end up uh probably combusting and be like a vampire and just come you know turn into ash being blown down the street anyway Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for today's episode of the scoop i don't have the facility on this laptop to be able to log in and guide the raid so I apologize, there will be no raid today. Um, but I'm assuming someone like Timeless is live. I'm assuming something like Gaming Nacho is live. I'm assuming that Big Hamish is live. So if they are, please feel free to go over to either of those guys. Show them some love. Um, but until the next time, guys, as always, there's one thing that I want you to do. And that, my friends, is to stay frosty.